This is Scary Terry's Saturday Nightmare from Rock 94.7. Welcome to 13 Questions on Scary Terry's Saturday Nightmare. If you think all that Canada has to offer us musically these days is Nickelback and Justin Bieber, tonight's guest is going to change your mind. He's Liam Cormier, lead vocalist for the Cancer Bats. Their latest album, Dead Set on Living, it kicks all kinds of ass. It's in stores now. Liam, welcome to Scary Terry's Saturday Nightmare. Thanks for having me on the show. No problem, brother. Now, Liam, uh, first of all, nice job with Dead Set on Living. I mean, this is a killer album all the way through. It's got this raw, dirty sound. As a Canadian, how does it feel to know that you're saving the country's post-Nickelback reputation? <laughs> Feels good. Um, yeah, I mean, we're we're always stoked to, you know, represent our country and hopefully shed some light on, you know, good metal and hardcore that's, that's coming out from there. Oh, good metal and hardcore is an understatement. Again, fantastic album. Now, let's talk about the title track for a sec. The uh, title track of Dead Set on Living was actually inspired by a friend of the band. Can you give us the uh, backstory there? Um, yeah, well, we were writing the record. Uh, we were back, you know, in Toronto, uh, hanging out for the summer, working on the, the album every day, and uh, a really close friend of ours ended up going into the hospital um, just due to some, you know, health complications. So that, like, that whole event had, like, such a huge impact on all of us, like, while we were you know, working on the album, we were literally, like, going in between the hospital and our practice space. So when it came to me, like, writing lyrics, like, that was so much of my headspace where I actually, like, wrote that song outside of the hospital just from having conversations with him and kind of, like, everything that he was dealing with. And then it was him that came up with the, the whole, like, Dead Son on Living. Like, that was his thing he said to us when he got out of the hospital. He's like, no, you know what? Like, from now on, it's Dead Son on Living. Like, you know, keeping focused, you know, getting my getting my life together. And it, it made such a huge impact on all of us that we were like, yeah, like, not only does this apply to him, it was just for all of us being like, this is, you know, what it's all about. How's your friend doing now? He's doing amazing now, yeah. So that, that was the other thing that I think made the whole record so much more positive that at the end of it, it was like he was doing better. We kind of had this, you know, this song and the record to kind of be supportive of him as well, to be like, yeah, man, we're all in this together. Like, that's what I'm living. That's our, that's our motto now. Now, Liam, we've been playing the Road Sick single quite a bit now on The Nightmare. In fact, the first time I played Road Sick on the show, I got an email from a listener who said, quote, Dude, love that Road Sick song. I drive a truck. That song is my life. Are you getting similar yeah. feedback from fans? Yeah, well, I mean, that was the inspiration uh, for writing that song. I mean, we have so many so many guys who come up to us um, who are, you know, serving in the military, especially when we play in the U.S., like tons of guys who go to Afghanistan and, you know, listen to Hail Destroyer every day while they're over there and have, have told me how so many of those songs help them get through you know, their tour or like, you know, meeting truck drivers and stuff like that who found out about us just from like, you know, guys like yourself playing it on the radio and like got into the band. Um, so this was my kind of way of writing a song for all of us, you know, like everyone who's in this shared kind of life where, you know what I mean? We're all trying our best and we all have to have those conversations over the phone where you're like, I'm going to be gone for another two months. You know what I mean? So it was like, me kind of writing from everybody's perspective. That brings me to my next question. The line, heard it said a thousand times before, sure you're going to hear it a thousand times more. To whom have you said it a thousand times before and a thousand times more? Oh, it's 100% to my girlfriend. Like, and to, you know, even when I was writing it, it was like, 
uh, Eric Ratz, the producer, was like, I'm going to have this conversation with my wife, like, in two weeks when I'm, you know, working on my next project. And it's like, I know I'm going to say it so many other times. Like, he's like, this is 100%. Like, anyone who's who's has that loved one back at home, you know, you have to make those calls where you're just like, we just got offered another tour. You know what I mean? Or you're like, I'm, I'm going to be away for even longer. You're like, I don't know, you know what I mean? Like, when this is going to end, but... I love you. You know what I mean? It's like everybody's been there. I want to switch gears for a second to another song on the album that's decidedly less lovey-dovey than Road Sick. It's Rats. And it features the line, there's a special place in hell for people like you. It's, I mean, it is brutal. It is vicious. It is angry. Who were you thinking of when you wrote that song? Um, That, for me, was just, you know, like... Again, like, when I was riding, like, to the hospital, like, riding my bike and just, like, thinking about, you know, obviously, like, your friends hurt and it's, it's kind of like that moment of anger that you just want to, you want to, like, let it out on anyone you can look to blame. You know what I mean? And it's those points where it's just, like, it doesn't make sense, but you just have all this anger and frustration about a situation. So you're, like, anyone that's, like, you know, messed around with my friends or, like, you know, caused anyone any grief, it's just, like, there's those people out there that you just want to call out. You know what I mean? And it, it's like that was just that like kind of raw emotion that I was feeling. We literally we had just finished writing the music for that. And we had, you know, figured out the hook for that, that chorus. And I was just like, there is a special place in hell for people like you. You know what I mean? Where it's just like, yeah, just like not even specific, just like everyone I could think of. Now, um, another lyric that really stood out when I was listening to uh, the album uh, comes from Bricks and Mortar and the line, grief like a halo around my neck. How did you come up with that? (laughs) Uh, That one, I mean, that song is all about just like, you know, friends and having that as like your support system. And again, it's like the people that you have around you that you're able to, you know, get through all those harsh times in life. Um, And I guess that was that was kind of like my you know, just, like, idea, like, almost of, like, being a martyr when you have, like, all of this, like, brutal things happen, and it's, like, it's, like, just hanging over you, you know, but you have those people that you can turn to to help you out, and that's what I mean, like, you know, the bricks and mortar of your life, it's, like, building up, you know, this, this protection around yourself. Hey, what's up? This is Liam from Cancer Bats, and you're listening to Scary Terry's Saturday Nightmare on Rock. 94-7. You're listening to 13 Questions on Scary Terry's Saturday Nightmare. Scary Terry's Saturday Nightmare is a three-hour metal show that airs every single Saturday from 9 until midnight on Rock 94-7, 102.9 FM in Central Wisconsin, and worldwide online at rock947.com. Our interview with Liam Cormier of the Cancer Bats continues. Dead Set on Living features a couple of guest vocal appearances on the uh, track Bastards. Dez from Devil Driver shows up, and so does Ann Horse's Kate Cooper. How did you hook up with those two? Uh, well, Dez we met from touring with Devil Driver, um, and he was just a, a huge fan of the band. He had found out about Bears, Mare, Scraps, and Bones um, from actually a Canadian friend of his, got him turned on to us and we would always like see that he would tweet about us or he would talk about us like on the radio like over in the UK like just would bring up our name and then out of the blue he kind of just like tweeted at us like if we would ever want to like tour together and we hit him back like yeah man like you know we definitely like knew about Devil Driver and had seen them like you know come through Toronto and stuff like that um, and knew that they toured with you know more hardcore bands like Despised Icon and 
stuff like that. So we were like, yeah, that, that would actually work out. So they asked us to go out on tour with them through the States and Canada, and we had a blast. We hit it off with them really well. So for me, when it came to writing that song, I was just, you know, thinking about people who, you know, kind of had their lives affected by this, you know, kind of like musical bug that we've all been bitten by where like you don't really even understand why we do it. But like we have to go on tour. We have to play shows like we have to, you know, choose this life. So it was kind of like for me to have somebody else who's so much of a lifer and who's been, you know, a part of this for so long to have that other perspective. And then that was my other thinking with Kate too, who I know like she lives in Toronto now, but is originally from Australia and her band tours super hard, you know, whether they make money or not, it's just like, this is, you know, their, their chosen path. And so to have those three different perspectives kind of singing together was my idea to just be like, yeah, this is, this is all of us. Like this is our reality, whether it's, you know, an older guy like Des who's been killing it forever or like, myself like a Canadian or this woman from Australia like we all tour in the same capacity and you know do it for just the love of it now uh, Liam Cancer Bats were up for new group of the year at the 2009 Juno Awards uh, Canada's equivalent to the United States Grammys your last album Bears Mayor Scraps and Bones was nominated for rock album of the year at last year's awards however you guys didn't win either time does the fact that Nickelback and Justin Bieber have 15 Junos between them make not winning more or less bearable I mean, for us, like, to, to even just be recognized by that kind of, like, level of the music industry, I think is cool. Like, win or not, I mean, like, we didn't start the band to win Junos, so at this point, to not win isn't, it's not really surprising, but it also doesn't, like, it doesn't really, like, bum us out or anything, because for me, I'm just, like, to know that we're even on, you know, their radar from the fact that we've just been touring hard in a van, you know, and winning over people every night, it's, like... To, to at least know that we're like at this other level with major label bands is is pretty cool, but I'm excited because they just added a metal category uh, last year um, that the band Ken Mode won, so it kind of brings a bit of hope, I guess, to the to all the Canadian metal bands that maybe. Maybe we could win a Juno? Well, the Junos are one up on the Grammys now. The Grammys actually combined the metal and hard rock category into one because, you know, it's the same damn thing, right? And the damn Foo Fighters mm-hmm. ended up winning that over Mastodon, for God's sake. I'm still trying to figure out how that <laughs> happened. but <laughs> Now, uh, Liam, Cancer Bats recently played six gigs in a single day in London. On this leg of your current tour, you don't have a day off until May 30th. According to the Guinness Book of World Records, the most live concerts performed in a single day in different locations is seven. Are you really going to let Jay-Z hold that world record? You guys can do it, right? Oh, I didn't even know that that, that was Jay-Z. Yeah, Jay-Z, um, seven cities in 24 hours. Can the Cancer Bats beat that record? I get if we If we, you know, could have done it in 24 hours, I mean, I'm trying to think of what time the, the next show started for us. Because we actually, we played two shows the next day up in Nottingham. So we played eight eight shows over two days. But maybe that would have clocked in under 24 hours. We kind of were going more for the fact that our map of London shaped a pentagram. So that's why we didn't try and add in any more dates. All the venues, if you line them up, and the route that we took, like it maps out a pentagram across the city. I'm just saying, if you set up an octagon, you could absolutely win a Guinness Book of World Records award here. <laughs> 
Maybe for the next record, we'll try something crazier. You're listening to 13 Questions on Scary Terry's Saturday Nightmare. Scary Terry's Saturday Nightmare is a three-hour metal show that airs every single Saturday from 9 until midnight on Rock 94.7, 102.9 FM in Central Wisconsin, and worldwide online at rock947.com. Our interview with Liam Cormier of the Cancer Bats continues. Now, uh, Liam, being a member of a band that tours almost nonstop, you've got a lot of life on the road. What's the most memorable moment from the road that you can share with our audience without attracting the attention of law enforcement? Now, keep in mind, being a foreigner, you might have diplomatic immunity in the States, so uh, go for it. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I guess like, I think of any of the real memorable moments for us is always like, you know, playing insane shows, like, in spots that we never thought that we would. Like, when we were, uh, we were lucky enough to play Download Festival, um, not last summer, but the summer before, and it, we played in front of, like, the biggest crowd that we've ever played in front of ever. And it was crazy, too, for us, because we were on at the same time as Five Finger Death Punch. Um, and I remember even talking to, like, Ivan before we played, which I was like, you guys are going to crush it. Like, hopefully some people come and watch us. Um, and we ended up playing to like, you know, 35,000 people. So for me, the, just the fact that like that many people decided to walk over and come check out this band called Cancer Bats, like completely blew all of our minds. And then on top of that, the fact that there was like, you know, another good heavy band playing was, you know, just as crazy. So that, that was definitely one of the craziest moments uh, for me like being in this band. Now, uh, you guys are doing a Western U.S. tour this summer with a Christian metal act, Demon Hunter. Do you have any U.S. tour plans beyond that? We do. We're trying to get some, some stuff figured out because we definitely, you know, America is such a big place, so we definitely need to, to cover that ground uh, a lot for this record. Um, so, yeah, the, the plans are in the works right now to, to, cover, the entire, to the, cover the entire country for the rest of the year. So... I think those should be hopefully figured out within the next couple of weeks. Now, Liam, you've recently started a side project with Bullet for My Valentine frontman uh, Matt Tuck called Axe Wound. Uh, first of all, awesome band name. Uh, second of all, how did you two hook up? Um, I'm, we met Matt like uh, in 2008 when we supported them with Bleeding Through across uh, the U.S. Uh, we became good friends with those dudes and. Ended up, we've toured Japan and Australia with them as well and done a bunch of, you know, Europe dates. So uh, just became friends over the years. And then um, he he just hit me up in, like, January of this year and in an email was like, hey, I'm, you know, doing this, like, metal project while I've got, like, all this bullet downtime. Um, would you be interested in singing on it? And I was like, yeah, sure. And then the next day he sent me, like, a, a finished, like, full record which I was like, oh, okay, cool, yeah, that's totally rips. Um, and then, you know, a couple of weeks later, I was in Wales uh, singing on the album and just kind of going from there. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's been cool. We were, like, just going to be doing some festivals this summer and kind of just having fun with it, playing something different for both of us. And, yeah, it's cool so far. Now, uh, Liam, there's a, a video of a couple of your bandmates, uh, Jay and Mike, uh, floating around on the internet featuring the preparation of a dish called the Destroyer. Uh, what other culinary masterpieces do the Cancer Bats have up their sleeves? Oh, yeah, the, the Destroyer is a Cancer Bats favorite that we definitely eat in restaurants that are willing to make it for us. Um, another one that we do is uh, we have like a, a mix-up, like a scrambled eggs like mix-up that we make. 
for breakfast, which is basically like the breakfast equivalent of the Destroyer, which is just like scrambled eggs, potatoes, sausage, tomatoes, salsa, cheese, hot sauce, like whatever you can just like mix in one pan, fried up all together. So the Cancer Bats uh, cookbook is on the horizon then. We can expect that any day now. Yeah, just gnarly tour food. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. That's uh, Liam Corbier, lead vocalist for Cancer Bats. They're currently on tour in Europe. They're coming stateside later this summer. Their latest album, Dead Set on Living, in stores now. Buy it. Every single song on a kicks ass. Liam, thank you so much for being on Scary Terry's Saturday Nightmare. Thank you so much for having me on the show. And thank you for listening to Scary Terry's Saturday Nightmare. Scary Terry's Saturday Nightmare is a three-hour metal show heard every single Saturday night from 9 until midnight, Central Standard Time, on Rock 947-1029 in Central Wisconsin, and worldwide online at rock947.com. We're also on Facebook. Just look for Scary Terry Saturday Nightmare. I'm Terry Stevens. You can follow me on Twitter at TerryRock947. Thanks for listening.